time is the most expensive commodity. Like we don't got time to waste, you know? And, and, and most importantly, a lot of people, they don't have the right information. So they automatically assume it's going to take long. You know, oh, I'm not making the right money. So I got to start making the right money. But then that means I got to make, I got to get a good job or I got to get another job or I got to get a pay raise. And that's not going to happen tomorrow. That's going to take a year, three years, five years. So they start like just getting in their own head. But that's because that's either all they know or what they've been taught. So here's the real mystery. How do regular folks like you and me, who have families and real lives, who have careers and regular nine to fives, really fare in the personal finance game? Why are some hugely successful while others fail miserably time and time again? Those are the glaring questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. All right, and welcome to another episode of Empower You Financial. My name is Charles McGill. I'm your host. So excited to be talking to you guys today. But before we get started, got to make sure the credit boss, aka credit coach, is in the building. Is Eva Palacios, you in the house? Yes. What's up? What's up, Eva? Hi. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Man, I'm we've good. been working. We have been working our little right? tails off. Yes. I'm so excited. We've seen yeah. each other like... How many times this week? We've seen each other a lot. And like, <laughs> and like spent like more time yes. with one another. Like, Hours. I'm like, what? This is what it takes though, right? That's what it takes. Yeah. It's the Team grind. Sleep. Team no sleep. Man. Q4. And, big goals. And after this too, we got more time. We sure do. Like a five-hour block. Like a, <laughs> like a real five-hour block. We'd be blocking real, our schedules real. and then we'd be like, uh, we got to meet another day. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's going on with you besides, uh, you and I working? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I like literally (laughs) feel like I am doing extra stuff super fast. (laughs) Yeah. So like, for example, I mean, I don't know. Um, we're at the end of the year and I am Mm -hmm. just looking at, you know, what we've been doing for the past year, practically, And I'm one of those types of people that I'm like, I'm monitoring my stuff. Like, you know, you know, our, our, you know, does the bank account look good? You know, personally, do I look good? Do I feel good? Like, am I doing better? Am I growing at the end of the year? I self-assess like, you know, where was I at come January and where am I at, you know, come at the end of the year and how am I going to get into 2022? So, um, I'm just really, really right now, laser focused on my health laser focused on just, you know, losing weight, feeling great. And, and I just feel for me personally, if I feel better than everybody else around me will feel that energy. And hopefully, I don't know, I might inspire somebody to feel better too. So actually shout out, shout out to the tribe Mm. who is like, Eva, you have inspired me to do like a workout on TV or get on the Peloton more or go running more or go like, just get fit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, let's go. That's real. Cause you be, you be, yeah, you be working out and you be always showing people. Oh yes. And then I took a Muay Thai class. That was dope. Wow. Yeah. Like I would have never, ever even considered it, but 
I was challenged. That's very cool. They were like, oh, you you want to work out? Like, you really want a good workout? You How really about you join me at Muay Thai? I'm like, whatever. Can I show <laughs> up? Man, it was one of the best workouts I've had in a very long time. Like, okay. I sweated the entire time. But what was most important is I kept up. There you go. I kept up. And I'm like, see, all that running got me in shape for that class. <laughs> there it is. Preparing you. Yeah. So what you going to do with that skill? You going to be knocking people out? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, like, I don't even know what it is. All I know is it's fighting. And I'm like, I'm not a fighter. Like, I'm a lover. Like, I am not a fighter. Well, we did. We did have an episode called Fight Club. <laughs> well, and you do talk mean, about like, fighting. Like physically fighting. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. We always fighting. had to get that disclaimer. Because... <laughs> But now you're over here doing Muay Thai and so confusing the message. I know. I know. It was just, you know, you get two free classes. So I'm like, okay, well, let me like test the waters, right? You don't know what you don't know. And I have no problem like doing something once. Like, okay, let's just do it once and let's just see how we feel. If we like it, great. If not, then no big deal. We can say we did it. And, um, and that class was a lot of cardio. But yeah, I mean, you know, in that one class, in that one hour session, you know, they taught us how to punch and how to block and how to knee people and stuff. Not people, <laughs> not people, the bag. The bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, here kneeing people I'm, now. I'm kind of scared of class number two. <laughs> I'm like, because, you know, they do it on purpose. They do it like extra like lights and like not scary And then you're like, oh, okay, this is easy. And then you sign the contract and then it really gets tough. So, Mm. yeah. 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 Well, hey, you definitely, (laughs) you definitely can inspire folks. I'm doing like extra stuff to like, ah, just to get better, to get, you know, lose calories, burn fat. Like, let's, let's look fly for 2022. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah. No, your energy has been infectious. No doubt about that. Um, that's been awesome to see. So keep it up. Yeah. Cause I told you, you, you're that, um, and somebody okay. in the lions club, sorry, but someone in the lions <laughs> club, Jessica was like, okay, wait a minute. What's this Mai Tai stuff? I said, no girlfriend. It's not the drink. It's not the drink. Mai Tai. <laughs> no, not- <laughs> no, it's Muay Thai. And she's like, I want to go. And I'm like, okay, let's go. I got one more free class. You'll oh, get two. Goodness. So I don't know. You might just see some lions taking us to martial arts real quick. Okay. So basically you're saying, uh, you know, empower you fitness brand coming out 2022. Oh, for sure. That's like that has already been manifested. Okay. We talked about it last episode, but we got to start making that happen. Now it's for sure. For sure. Okay. <laughs> Somebody got to get fit up in here. Okay. That's right. I hope that wasn't a dig at me, but, um, anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Listen, me, me, listen, you know, my, I gotta you know, get fit up in here. You know, my logo is the panda, so I know he's so cute. <laughs> hey, no, my wife, wait, my wife loves it, me. Wait, are, where, where pandas from? Like, aren't they like from? Don't even, I'm not gonna even attempt to see let's, where they're from. Yeah, Japan, yeah, um, yeah, sure. I mean, isn't that like martial arts feng shui anyway? Oh, that okay. I because I did not know the segue you were going for. I was like, I don't know if I want to answer this. Because I have no clue how we're yeah, going to get back to our pandas, podcast. <laughs> like, you know, they live in, I don't know, where do they live? Oh, okay, let's stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, time out. <laughs> I think the panda will look super dope with the little, like, you know, Muay Thai outfit. <laughs> oh, okay, that's where we're going with it. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh... 
So funny. Let's though, start a podcast. Okay. All right. Well, hold, hold on. Let me segue properly. <laughs> so um, one thing that I've I, I've been <laughs> noticing because you said it was you know this time of year that you really feel like you know you need to kind of get your stuff yeah. in order. We were we were talking yesterday about how at the end of the year we take inventory of how things have been going. It's like you're yep. taking inventory of your body and you're like, you know what? It's time for me to start doing some things, making some moves. So actually today, um, you know, because obviously we're here to do a podcast about <laughs> finances and stuff. Um, one thing I want to talk about today was uh, was timing, right? Yes. And how timing plays a part so often in our finances, right? Time yep. to, you know, sacrifice, time to um, invest, time to save, you know, yeah. and just like trying to figure out when we should do stuff. Um, is is just important as how we do it, right? And the strategy. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about it because I have, you know, from, from us working so often, like right next to each other for the last couple of days, I've been, um, you know, kind of next to you when you've been doing some sessions. <laughs> um, and once again, you know, not that I'm, uh, you know, everything is is confidential. It's all in the same company. I, you know, I'm I'm, I'm uh, an employee, if you will. <laughs> but um, so, well, one thing I hear Eva say a lot, she said it to me too, and my wife, is that when uh, we were talking about some of our goals, this is a question that Eva, you say a lot with folks, right? When you're doing your sessions, is what are your goals? You yep. know, what what are the things you want to achieve? You, um, people give answers and then they'll say something like, you know, I want to, um, I don't know, take a vacation. I want to buy a home. I want to, it's very common answers, right? They're all very common answers. Right. And you'll say, well, what do you plan on doing this? And they're like, oh, you know, the next five or 10 years or, you know, at some point before I die, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and you're always like, "Mm -mm, no, like six months from now, by next year, three months from now, in the next 12 months, like, let's go. We got stuff to do. I constantly hear you doing that. So let me ask you why, like, why is that? Why, why is that so often your response? Cause it doesn't seem like, I mean, I've really been thinking, racking my brain about like all the different scenarios. And it seems like whatever timeline people present to you, you're always like, let's speed that up like half time. Like, why is that? Absolutely. Absolutely. One time is the most expensive commodity. Like we don't got time to waste, you know? And, and, and most importantly, a lot of people, they don't have the right information. So they automatically assume it's going to take long, Mm. you know, Oh, I'm not making the right money. So I got to start making the right money. But then that means I got to make, I got to get a good job or I got to get another job or I got to get a pay raise. And that's not going to happen tomorrow. That's going to take a year, three years, five years. So they start like just getting in their own head, but that's because that's either all they know or what they've been taught Mm. where I'm like, first of all, you know, in our own personal situation, we've done things fast. Why? Because I know how things work. And then not to mention all the people that I've coached, every single body that sits with me, they're like, what? Like, I can do this like tomorrow. I can do this next week. Shoot. I can do this on next payday. Shoot. In the next 30 days, my credit scores can jump hundred points. What are you? Are you kidding me? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then what do they do? They do it. And now they're like, what? Holy smokes. What can I do next? What can I do next? And now we're in momentum and that momentum allows us to move faster, but not just moving faster, moving with intention because we've got the goals mapped out in a certain way that allows us to move faster. 
Mm, okay. So what you're saying is there's times where you're looking at the credit report and you're seeing a quicker path to the goal. Yep. And it's really just based on your knowledge, your, your knowledge of how things work and what are the variables that contribute to them, you know, getting that thing that they want. Uh, what I heard you say, and, I, and it makes sense to me, because I, I think too, sometimes like, well, I can't qualify for this because I don't make enough money mm-hmm. or, you know, or I need to, you know, get my credit score to a, this number this, and not even have any real research around it. I got to be 800 in order for me to get that. And yeah. you're off in the position of saying, no, actually you don't. Right. So, so what are some of the things that like, just give me an example, if you will, like, what are some of the things that you speed people up on? Um, Man, I mean, number one, majority of the people, obviously they come to me to get their credit right. Okay. What do I need to do to raise my credit scores? And yeah, you do have those people that are like, I want, you know, 700 scores in 24 hours. Okay. Let's be realistic. Let me walk you through where you currently stand right now. And if you do X, Y, and Z, your scores can increase in the next 30 days. Mm. And once we get to that first milestone, here's the next step that's going to boost the credit score in the next 30 days. So a lot of the times people, you know, think it takes six months to a year to raise credit scores, maybe because they've been with, you know, other people, other services, and it's taken that long, or they've been with them that long, and there's still no results. And it's like, well, no, if you had the right information, you could really speed up time. Mm. And now when they're given the right information, now they're more willing to take action because they're like, well, shoot, I have never been told this before. Let me see if this works. And then they do it and then it works. And they're like, oh, it's game on. Oh, Hmm. you told me something and it happened. Now we are prioritizing the financial situation. We're getting rid of all the fluff. And now we're super laser focused because Eva just helped me see what was possible in the first 30 days. Let me kill these next goals. Yeah. So, so like, Okay, like here's another here's an example I, I can think of, um, like home ownership, for example. Yes. <clears throat> so I believe, well, I'll just say from my own experience, the barrier for me, other outside of lack of knowledge, is me thinking I had to have like a really high credit score to get it into a house. Nope. Is that, oh, you say no, see, not, <laughs> see right away, right? Right. But I think a lot of people would be like, Nah, you probably need it, you know, just if you just ask the general public, right? They'd be like seven something, right? Yeah. Um, but what's 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 reality? Like what's what's the truth? The truth is you can buy a house with a 580 credit score. The question, <laughs> the question oh, is, oh, is do we want to do that? <laughs> time out. Hold up. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> what? Yeah. You can? Oh. Yeah. But okay. but at Empower You. We don't settle for that. We don't settle for that. Why? Because the higher the credit score, the more doors open for opportunity. Mm. And in my session, this is what I tell people. I'm like, okay, you know, you got a 450 credit score. Okay. 580 will get you the house, but we don't want that. Mm. The next tier, we want to be at least a 620. That'll get you a better interest rate, Mm -hmm. but we still don't want to be there. Ideally, we want to be at least a 650. Just understand the higher the credit score, the better the interest rate. If we want the bells and whistles in terms of the best rate that's out there, we got to get to a 680 credit score. 
That's where mortgage lenders see you as a sweet spot. 680 will get you the best rate on a 30-year fix right now. But then we got to look at, okay, let's look at the entire picture. You're paying rent. How much are you paying rent? We look at that number. We look at your credit scores. Okay, you know, you in the 580s, can we at least get you to the 620s? And if so, what would that mortgage rate look like? Mm -hmm. And then because of our preferred network, I can just go to my loan girl and be like, okay, well, what, what? what will we get if we got a 650 credit score? Like how much of a percentage points difference is it? And are we going to wait X amount of time to achieve that goal? Or are we going to get the house now? Because maybe we're in a good market where the rates are low anyways, and time is of the essence. And we don't know when these rates are going to go up. So maybe we should just move now because it's always better to pay your own mortgage payment than somebody else's. Mm. So then we got to compare. What are you paying in rent versus your own mortgage payment? So it's not always just about, okay, let's get that credit score high or let's let's get that credit score to the first tier to meet our first goal. Let's assess the entire situation and see what makes most sense. Yeah, and I think that's the, that's the, the key part that I'm hearing right now is that because you're saying speed up, but then also you said, hold on, well, we may have to slow down and yep. and and wait until our score is a certain um, number so that we can leverage the interest rates and things like that. Absolutely. So it sounds like there's a combination of like time, strategy, all these things kind of playing into one. Yes. Um, that's 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 really interesting. Are there any other like examples that you could think of like around timing where you're kind of, you know, like because sometimes I hear people ask you like, well, you know, should I, um, should I, should I get this car right now? Cause I really, really mm-hmm. want it. Or should I take this vacation <laughs> or, mm-hmm. you know, or should I get this investment property? Like whatever, like are yeah. there other things that you, that you've kind of like, you know, sped people up on or slow people down? Oh, absolutely. I'm at, at, and, and actually let's, let's talk about, about my situation where, you know, we just bought a brand new car, bought a brand new car in July. And, um, you know, I know how to shop around for rates, you know, check out that podcast on, <laughs> you know, that, mm-hmm. how to win at the car game. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so I already know, I already know what to do. I already know how to move. But so when we bought this car, of course, you know, we went with the best interest rate with the longest term so that you, you know, the, the debt to income ratios can look fabulous. Um, so we do, we did a, we did a eight year loan at a three point two, five percent interest rate, which is a mm-hmm. really great rate on an auto loan. And then by having conversations with people and again, shout out to the Lions Club because we got somebody in the Lions program that they were like, hey, Eve, I'm considering refinancing my car. Like, you know, can we look at the numbers? I'm like, absolutely. Heck yeah, let's go. And they were like, well, such and such credit union is offering to refinance the vehicle at a one point six, five percent interest rate. And they're going to give you 5% cash back. I'm like, what in the world? That is the first time I have ever heard of a financial institution paying me to bring them my business and actually get a lower interest rate. So I say all of that to say this. Most people here, well, if you buy a car, you cannot refinance it for three to six months. And I, I don't know. I just... 
I don't listen to that type of stuff. I'm like, look, we're going to apply for the refine. Let's just see what happens. Mm. I've only had that car loan for three months. And they refinanced it. Mm. And because credit is impeccable, the first loan, I didn't even have to pay payments on it. I had 90 days, no payments. And then when I refinanced it again, not only did I go from a 3.24 to a 1.69, my payment dropped. I'm saving $4,000 across time and interest. I got another 90 days, no payments. So I'm literally having this car six months, no payments. (laughs) So we don't wait. We don't wait. We move and we have the posture to be like, yo, (laughs) this is what I'm entitled to because I got the right connections and I know my stuff. Wow. Hold on. I don't know if you guys caught that. um, (laughs) But Eva says she bought a vehicle. Uh, was not did not have to pay, make a payment on the vehicle for, for three months. Yeah. Within the three months, she applied to refi that yeah. same vehicle that was brand new, got a lower interest rate, got approved, and then got another three months to not pay. And five hundred dollars cash back because that was five percent, and it caps out at five hundred dollars. So I got five hundred dollars in my savings account, and I'm saving four thousand dollars across time and interest. Wow. Yes. Okay. See, and see this my is, first payment isn't due to like January. <laughs> so, the, and, 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 and in essence, if you will, so if, if you don't mind sharing, what is the payment when you do start having to start paying it? Um, My pay, oh shoot, hold on. Just roughly, you know, got to give me that. I, my payment was $690 and my payment now is going to be $640. So it's like a $50 difference. So like 600, so 600 to $700, right? Let's just say, but still, Fancy no, car. but, but, but <laughs> that time, uh, six months, 700 times six months, that's four, $4,200. So $4,200 that you get to keep in your pocket and leverage yep. it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. all, oh man. So that man, guys, if y'all was listening, so that's timing, like timing for real. Timing. Like th- I heard two things. I heard Eva, you know, do her research, make moves, go fast. Yeah. Also kind of like disregard some of the rules and say, I'm a, I'm a time it my way and yep. then have the benefit of time. Cause now you're getting the benefit of six months time yes. uh, where you don't have to pay. So this it's working in your favor in both ways. That, that is that. Wow. Right. That's, that's pretty dope. <laughs> I know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so the reason why I'm, I'm talking about timing today is because we have a, a very special guest uh, on the line with us um, that Eva will introduce very shortly. Um, but she has an amazing story, amazing journey, um, you know, just, just about how, how things kind of line up when they're supposed to um, and how everybody's timing is, is their own. Um, and the, the lessons we learn is apparently from Eva sometimes when we just say now is the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with that, Eva, go ahead and introduce our very special guest. Yes. Oh my gosh. I am super excited to bring on one of our very own lions, Melissa Corona. She is just, she warms my heart so much. She is so talented. She is a singer, guys. Like, I'd be like, okay, where are you singing at next event? Because I got to go be present and like soak it all in. Um, but most importantly, you know, she came from, honestly, somebody that was, say, a contact that was in my phone that I met years ago. 
at a real estate investment, not a real estate investment, a, a real estate, like a, a networking real estate group. And, um, and me, you know, I save everybody's number in my phone. Cause you never know when you need somebody. And one day she was like, Hey, you know, I got a client that could use your services. Like, is it okay if I give out her, you know, give out your number? I'm like, absolutely. And sure enough, man, I was blessed by Melissa's presence and I'm just going to let her share her story on what we've been up to. And I don't even know how long it's been, like maybe a year or so, maybe less than a year, but Melissa, are you with us? I am. I'm here. Hey, (laughs) Melissa. Hi. Hey, so I just have to co-sign what Eva said. Melissa can sing, y'all. I mean, (laughs) you're not... Like, seriously, I'm like, okay, we need like Empower You events just so we can like bring her band and like, <laughs> yeah. she can, like go sing her little heart out. I'm like, yeah. this girl. No, I, and I have a real appreciation uh, for Melissa's voice because I, I I have a musical family. My um my mom was signed back in the 80s to RCA and I grew up singing That's in the cool. choir and, you know, just doing my thing too. And and so what I, I hear is what I hear singing I hear it a different way. I hear it from like a producer standpoint, like, you know, and Melissa can sing, y'all. It's, <laughs> yes. it's for real, for real. Yes. Wow. So, uh, but anyway, um, Melissa, so glad that you are with us. Uh, you have been uh, a lion for quite some time, right? I mean, yeah. When, like, when did you start with us? I know it hasn't been a year yet, but I but I believe that it's probably getting close. Yeah, because I, I just remember seeing your face from like our first Zoom or like one of the first. Zooms. Yeah, uh, yeah. you just been there. And um, so if you don't mind for the listeners out there, kind of catch us up um, in terms of, you know, like kind of where you were before you started with the Lions Club. Okay. And then, you know, you got into the Lions Club and kind of take us up into uh, today, if you will. OK, I'll give you the breakdown. Um I, starting back at 19 years old, I dropped out of college to have my first baby. And then, you know, not having a clue what I was doing at 19, had two more kids. So by the time I was 23, 24 years old, I was a single mom, divorced. I had three kids under the age of five. And my um, daughter, who was in between two and three years old, couldn't walk. She couldn't talk. She... Um, you know, it was the, the appearance of, of a disability was right there in front of my face, but I have this sometimes gift and sometimes curse of seeing the world through rose colored glasses. Everything's great and everything, everybody's going to be okay. And I just did not want to see that my daughter wasn't going to be all the things that, you know, I dreamed that she was going to be, um, So I kind of went through a a rough time, you know, figuring that out and, you know, doing it on my own. And um, it it literally, it it set me into a course of survival mode. Um, So I I lived my life from the perspective of just really surviving to the next day. Um, And, you know, that's not to say that, that we were, you know, living on the street, but let me tell you, there were times when we were close. There were uh, times when I was too afraid to ask people for help or too embarrassed to say, hey, this is how bad things are for us because I, I just wanted so bad to be okay. And so I, you know, I fought like that for another 10 years. Um, I met I met my current spouse who had two teenage daughters, which you would think that that would be 
a nightmare to add teenage daughters into this crazy mix. But you know what? It was, it was, you know, talk about timing, not something that I was interested in at all, but this family just, they became our family. We, yeah. we just instantly, I don't know. There was, I, I think the first, one of the first nights that we ever, we actually kind of met a little bit through music and, uh, you know, friends that mutual friends that we had in. And I can remember one of the first times that I was ever even around Mike that, his daughters were like, can we stay the night at your house? And I don't know if they ever went home after that. I think we just kind of, <laughs> we all just kind of became they slept a family. over forever. <laughs> yeah. And then, Hey, and then dad was like, okay, well, if they get to stay like, hey, <laughs> hey. got a spot for me now. What's really going on? So, you know, it was, it was one of those things where it was, it was what I needed and I didn't know it. Um, and I think it was, you know, what they needed too. And, and that was, you know, 10, 12 years ago. And then now we're all just fighting this battle and we've got kids in high school and we've got kids in junior high and we've got, you know, in 2012, I had a baby and I will tell you, it was not, we all were like, are you crazy? Like, what are you thinking? And me and dad were like, we know, we, we know we're crazy. We know what we're thinking. But if you, if you, you think I'm talented, you got to meet this little boy. He's, he's an eight-year-old superstar. Um, and we just, you know, we, we just fought the good fight every day. We went through the hard times. We made the best of it. Um, but we had each other to go through it together. Um, I feel like we were still kind of doing the whole survival mode thing. Um, you know, we didn't use credit in any way because that was bad. Mm-hmm. Credit cards were bad. Uh, car loans were bad. So we did everything that we could do. Um, to avoid that because it was like this scary subject that, you know, we don't even want to know about that. So, um, you know, it just got to a point where I started, um, taking better care of myself and start, I got to, you know, I turned 40 and when I turned 40, I had my, my grandparents had both passed away and, um, they were kind of my security blanket in life. And I started to think, you know what, I need to be a security blanket for these kids. You know, at this, at this point in time, I had my youngest daughter now going into college. So aside from Mikey, everybody was, you know, either in their own families. I've got a daughter, you know, who's married and has kids. I've got a daughter who is, you know, running her own business. Now I've got two in college and things started to become a little bit less pressure on me. Um, and I started to think, you know, I have to take better care of myself. For me, this whole process has been not just financial. It's been very, very much about um, my mental health and and getting out of the thought process that I don't, and, and it's, you know, it's not this feel sorry for me. I don't deserve that like everybody else. I just never realized that those things were available to me just as much as they were available to anyone else. You don't have to have a ton of money. You don't have to be all about business all the time. And this, you know, shark looking for business opportunities. I, I started to fall into this process where I started to realize that you can be really successful and make a lot of money and make moves that are in your best interest financially with a good heart. You can do that and have the purpose be to make other people feel better, to um, give better opportunities for your family, to if, if I buy a house on a block in my neighborhood where I grew up and I take good care of that house and I fix that house up, I make my whole neighborhood a little bit better. 
And if I can show my sister and my kids and my friends that they can do the same thing the way that Eva has shown me, now we made our our, our whole community. Yeah. Like we, we just impacted six blocks in our community. And if I can learn that now I've got a little bit of less stress because you know, I have my things in order and I'm able, you know, to, to do a little bit more. I spend my money a little bit smarter. Now I can put myself into the community and go, Hey, look, we can all do, you know, these kind of things. And and my eyes just, you know, money for me is, is, but I'm starting to look at that all in a different way. Like, wait a minute, I have the talent where people will listen to me and I can make people leave it's not just about going and singing and getting a paycheck. I can leave after that three hour performance. And I kid you not, people can be like in tears, like, oh, I needed this so much. And I needed this so much. So I get where they're coming from. And we get to share those experiences. And I know, you know, that's a different aspect. But for me, that's finance. Mm-hmm. That, that's what it all comes back to is being able to, to grow and do things because the whole person is, is growing and learning new things. and. Um, I just in a million years just did not, I just didn't know like this whole realm even existed and I've been part of it the whole time. <laughs> I just haven't been choosing to, you know, tap into it and make the benefits out of it that I could be. And every single person literally can do this, yeah. literally can do this. Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast. We'll get you right back to it. We just want to spend a few seconds to talk about the Empower You Financial Group on Facebook. This is Eva's private Facebook group where she gives free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve your financial situation. Join the over 1,000 plus member community and see the success stories of people just like you who want to live life on their own terms. Come laugh with us, tell your story, and share your victories. Just search Empower You Financial in Facebook and join our free private group. Oh, and be sure to invite a friend. You know, I heard some some really cool things um, in what you said. And, you know, in, in terms of, so before before I kind of get into those things, I wanted to kind of catch people up. In ter- so you went from a place where you said, basically, you know, you guys are using it sounded like all cash. It sounded like that. That or, or you know, I mean, we had finance cars before, but I don't want to uh, send Eva into a panic. But those interest <laughs> rates were <laughs> probably as bad as they could possibly be. Like, I would guarantee you that I, you know, we were buying, you know, used cars with a hundred thousand plus miles on them, and we were we were doing those kind of things and paying interest rates that were crazy. And we were having to put $5,000 down on a, you know, car loan and those types of things. And so Melissa, real quick, you're, you're local, right? I'm in West Sacramento, West Sacramento. Okay. Yeah. And right did by, you did, oh, go ahead. right by the Capitol. Okay. Too far from the state Capitol. Did you grow up like in West Sacramento or Sacramento area? I, I did. I've, I've lived here uh, my whole life. I went to college in Chicago for a year before I came home and had a baby. <laughs> okay. And the reason why I asked that was because, you know, I, this, this story, this narrative is, is similar and very like, honestly, it's typical. Right. And, and like, I, I went through this, a similar thing. I got married young, got divorced young and, you know, kind of just like 
was just kind of living, like, you know, <laughs> like yeah. trying to figure totally. things out and not really understanding finances all the way, not necessarily bad with finances, but not necessarily good and gotten to like, you know, uh, situations with loans and different things like that, that, you know, now that I know, you know, it's like, oh, I would never do that now. But, you know, back then it didn't seem so bad. Like, you know, can I right. afford the payment? I made the payment. Okay, cool. You know, whatever. Um, and so, so, okay. So that's, we, I think we are familiar with that mindset, right? Yes. Kind of like where yes. that is. Right. So talk to me about how that transition has been in terms of the, the shifting of the mind. And then not just like the shifting of the mind, but how has that actually panned out differently in terms of like your experiences, like your transactions, your cards, your, you know, like what, what's different now? So for, for my personal experience, I come from a family where my, I was raised by a single mom who also married her high school boyfriend. And, you know, in, in the, <laughs> in the nature of that, of that scenario doesn't always, it does sometimes does and it sometimes doesn't. And, mm-hmm. and my mom, um, you know, she needed to be a mom and a dad. So she took a job as a meat cutter at Lucky's. It was Lucky's at the time. Lucky's. And she based, yeah, she, and you know, they're not around anymore, but she basically worked for them for the next 30 years. And everything she did was, you know, to the benefit of me and my sister, she was raised by her parents. Um, similar situation. My grandma and grandpa, they, my grandpa was a teamster for, you know, 43 years before he retired. So getting a job and staying with that job for your whole life, that's what you do. And that's yep. what success looks like in small towns where yep. I come from. And for me, um, I was an employee of the state of California and I was, you know, doing well. I had just gotten a promotion. Which I'm working. You My know, whole it. family that's what too. We do. My whole family that's too. What that's what we do. And I thought, man, this is going to be great. You know, I'm I'm going to work here, and I'm going to put in my years, and I'm going to retire. And then autism said, "Oh no, you're not." <laughs> and my daughter was just, you know, she was struggling. She was having a hard time. We're talking about, you know, a little girl who is for the most part, nonverbal who has aggression. And I was getting phone calls from the bus driver. You know, we can't get her on the bus from daycare or you got to come pick her up because she threw something at a kid on the bus. And then she's at school and we're having the same types of things. And um, long story short, I ended up getting fired from the state of California, which is like nearly impossible to do. That's right. But because I had accepted a pro a pro a promotion and was on probation oh. while mm. all this stuff just started like collapsing around us, mm. I was coming into work late all the time. I was having to leave early all the time. I was having to call in sick all the time. And they're saying to me, you've got to do better at attendance. You're a great employee, but you've got to do better at attendance. And I couldn't. I, I, it, I wish that I could, but I couldn't. And I ended up not passing my probation. I had the option to go back to my old, you know, my previous position. But at that point in my head, I was the biggest failure that could have possibly mm. lived on, you know, like I couldn't show my face at that mm. job. I, mm. I didn't even deserve to be there. You know, everything around me had completely collapsed. And I just, just went into a place where, I mean, there were days when I'd have to you know, I'd have my sister knocking at the door and she'd be like, get up, mm. get up. Come on, let's go get the yeah. kids dressed. We're going to go here. We're going to do this. And it took me a really, really long time to believe that I deserved something better than that. I thought that I had failed 
And I was going to spend the rest of my life suffering the consequences of my failures. Mm. Because and, and none of these things were my fault, you know, but and and you know, we we were gonna do the best that we could do and and make the best, you know, out of our life. I I love my kids, I love my family, but it closed in mm. and it felt like, okay, well. I have to give up all my hopes and my yeah. dreams because these kids really, really need me because I'm the, I'm the only one that they have. Mm-hmm. And if things go bad, you know, it's, it's, it's gotta be me. I have to, I'm the one who calls them sick. I'm all these mm-hmm. things. So, you know, the story kind of, you know, goes on and on. And then, like I said, I started to slowly, um, I met up with Eva and I said, oh gosh, you know, like pull off the bandaid and look at my credit. This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I, like, I really have to show people like how irresponsible I am. <laughs> and, <laughs> and a lot of it is not, it's not intentional, but we get wrapped up with so many other things. Mm-hmm. Like when you're trying to worry about how you're going to pay your next month bills, you're not really that worried about an old collection or a, mm-hmm. a, a cable bill or some stupid thing that popped up and you're, you're like, yeah, whatever. Add it to my tab. That's the Add last thing. <laughs> <laughs> they say, they say, we can, we expect payments. Well, you can expect it anytime. <laughs> yeah. You let me tell you. <laughs> but you may not get it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Would you like to make a payment on that today? I would love to make payment I would on love, that today. I would love However, to However, <laughs> that payment will not clear my account. So. <laughs> yes. I've had that conversation many a times. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> you know, it came to a point where it was like, all right, let me just, I got this game plan here. Let me try some of these things. Let me see what's going on. I took the same principles at the same time that I was learning from myself. I'm a very quick learner. Um, and I applied it to, I applied it to Mike. I applied it to my adult children. Mm-hmm. I, I applied it to anybody who would listen to me. I would, <laughs> I, let me tell you, everyone in my family, my mom, my sister, they all have the Experian app. We, I monitor. <laughs> I check in everybody's credit all the time, and uh, and and things started coming off my credit. I paid this off. I'll call them and ask if they'll accept this much money. And I'd be like, they took 50% and they closed that account. And okay, now let's take your stupid little credit card that you got and let's, you know, start seeing if we can increase the limits and let's do this. And I went from having this um, ridiculous, like secured card. I basically am borrowing my own money. It's, you know, $500 or $700 of my own money that I'm borrowing to getting, I have the discover card. I have the chase Southwest card. I have the, um, I, this is how much I didn't know. I have the American express platinum card. And when they, when they, when I got that approval, I didn't even know what I was applying for. And when I got that approval, I called them and I said, um, I said, I don't even see a credit limit on this. It doesn't, that, did I get, did, did I get like your guys' bad card? Are you guys, did I get like the, and the lady on the other line, she's like, no, next to the card where you have to have a million dollars of provable income, this is the best card we have. And I'm like, are you sure? Are you, are you sure that maybe I, and I had to, I had to be like, do I want this card? Oh my, I had no clue. I had no clue, but it just kind of shows the process of like, when you have someone who, who you can, first of all, let me back up just a little bit. The other part of this process, because for me, everything is very mental. I learned that it's okay to just be real. 
Nobody is out there living this perfect life. Nobody has it all figured out. Nobody has it all together. And the more that I've been willing to just accept myself for who I am, for where I came from, for what I have, to be okay with what I don't have, but also to be okay with wanting things that I don't have and not having to be like, I don't ever want to want that because then there's just that disappointment that might lie in that area. So I'm not even going to aspire to do these kind of things. Um, you know, it's just another disappointment in life that I don't want to face, mm. but to, to slowly go through this process for me, it hasn't all just been about credit score. It's been about like this score in my head to believe mm. I deserve these things. And I sure. do want these things too. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to want those things. And it's okay to be deserving of those things. And it's okay to go out and get those things. And, and this mm. process for me has looked like a personal development to, to know that, you know what, it's okay for me to say, I am a good singer and yeah. I deserve to be on stage. You, I don't you, have to, well, I don't you, have to. You, you, a su- you are super bad. Yeah. Let's correct that. Not just good. I'm a great singer. Yeah. And, and one thing, one thing, uh, Melissa, you know, that you said, um, it's just super powerful um, in terms of like, you know, like, so, okay, hold on. Actually, before I get there, cause I want to go there, but tell me about real quick, your experience uh, with the uh, American express and some of these, uh, these privileges you get um, as yes, being a, a platinum card share holder. about yeah, just- this whole lifestyle change <laughs> because of this platinum card. Because, because I heard you, I heard you talking about how, you know, you going from, and this is something actually I will, I'll touch it. I'll touch on it now. Cause yes. I, I, being from Sacramento and being from, you know, and, and a lot of people can relate to this in terms of like small towns that are maybe big towns, but they're really small towns. Um, and you kind of, you know, you said something like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to want it because I didn't want to be disappointed. And I remember, you know, sometimes like being around my friends growing up and I would say something like, you know, like what you going to be to grow up, man. I was like, man, I'm about to be a lawyer and I'm about to have a Lambo and this and that. They'd be like, man, you ain't going to have no, you know what I mean? Like that, that was the common thing. It was a big jump, right? It was, it was, it was funny. We talk about people like that. You go end up working for the state and be like everybody else. Right. But in my mind, I used to say stuff like, no, nah, I am going to have something like that one day. Like I'm going to be able to have a bit me. Like I, I, I am. Right. And yeah. It got to a point, and I remember there was a part of my life where I stopped wanting that or stopped saying that I wanted that because I was like, I don't even want to put that out there no more because I'm like, you know, saying like, I don't want to be disappointed. And every time I see a Bentley and I ain't driving it. Right. So let me just remove that from the goal. Right. You start to believe these are things that happen to other people. Exactly. And And yes. and, And we know now that that actually isn't true. So tell me a little bit about that. So, um, I, I just in a million years would have never thought that that was for me because you have to have a lot of money to do that. And you have to have accomplished all these things. And, and I always knew that I was smart enough to do it. Um, that was my plan too. I was going to be an attorney that I was going to go, I was going to go save the world. And my dream was to defend, you know, people who, Um, I like to stick up for the underdog and, uh, you know, without getting into social justice issues, our, our, uh, legal system and our, our justice system is a little bit of a mess. And I, and I come from a neighborhood where, um, young men are 
not taught the things that they need to be taught. We put them in a, in a position to kill or be killed basically. Mm -hmm. And when they're stronger than the next guy and they do kill, well, then they spend their lives in prison. And when you see boys in your neighborhood go to prison at 16, 17 years old, and they end up in, you know, Pelican Bay and, Mm -hmm. and places like that, that, that other kids in the country don't even know what that means. Um, it makes the world kind of scary. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate to be a woman. Um, so I hadn't had to, you know, live with as many as those fears, but, but I, I still live in the same town and I still see what, what people struggle with. And so you start your, the world starts to close in and you start Mm -hmm. to go, Oh, well, let's deal with this now. And so I just stopped even thinking that things like that would be, um, on the radar for me. Cause it's, it just, it wasn't, I didn't live my life at that level. And, um, I've come, you know, like I said, I've, I've come to realize that it, it but it is for everybody. It, it's across the board. We have an equal playing field. We, but we have to know that. Mm-hmm. And, and for someone like me, I needed a team of people to, um, to realize those types of things I needed. I needed, I always tell people, you know, who don't know Eva, um, well, she's my credit. Well, she's not really my credit lady. She's like, she's my financial. Well, she's like my mentor. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, and, and I just, it it just is one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I know I told this story on our, on our, um, our zoom meeting, but I have, you know, this disabled child, she is a handful all the time. I love her to death. I wouldn't trade. If there was a cure for autism tomorrow, I wouldn't want it because she's my girl the way she is. Um, but that is not easy. That is, that's, I'm looking at a hole in my wall right now that needs to be patched up because of a tantrum that she threw. And I had a, I had a very serious day with her where it got to be more than I could handle. Um, I sat at the bottom of my stairs in absolute tears, barely even able to catch my breath. Um, and I called my mom and I just said, I need help. Can I bring her to you? My mom's recently moved out of state and, um, my daughter really, really misses her. She was, that was not just, um, my escape from her for a day or two or three days when she'd go, you know, spend visits with my mom, but it was, I realized now it was her break away from me because she doesn't always want to be around me either. You know, <laughs> she's 21 <laughs> years old now. And I was able to, um, like sit there at the bottom of the stairs covered in tears And I was able to catch my breath for a minute and go, wait a minute, you are not a victim of some crappy situation. Pull out your American Express Platinum card, get yourself a flight, go out there. This all happened. um, This day went what all happened from, you know, maybe like nine o'clock in the morning till about noon um, before. So what'll happen is she'll have a, she'll have a really bad outbreak. And then she almost just kind of crashes where she's really, she's really emotional and tired and me too, you know, by the end of it. And let me tell you at four o'clock the next morning, not even, you know, 12 hours after I had purchased these tickets, we were, um, on a plane, we were at the airport getting ready to get on a plane to go to Montana, uh, so that she could be there. And for, uh, from now until Thanksgiving, she's going to stay out there with my mom. She needed to change a pace. I needed to change a pace. Um, on my way home from that flight, I was able to use the American Express Centurion Lounge, which is 
<laughs> Double awesome. It's, um, you know, like a private lounge for members. If, if you have the American Express Platinum card, it's it's free for members and you're allowed to bring two guests with you um, and your minor children. And you just walk in and it's just all these really cool workspaces and, and couches and there's a buffet. There's an, <laughs> an open bar. Yes. So, I swear. Um, I just want to go to the airports and hang out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. So on the way home from, you know, I dropped my daughter off. I stayed, you know, I stayed the night with my mom and got to spend some time with them. And, um, on the way home, I had like this four hour layover. Cause you know, I'm trying to get a, a good deal. I'm not, I mean, I'm trying to get the best flight I can home. I don't, you know, we might have a card to put it on, but you still don't pay that card off. So you guys still responsible and make smart decisions with, you know, your money. I got two kids in college and they get pricey, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I had this four hour layover in Seattle. So I'm like, I'm gonna go find me this little lounge right now. And (laughs) I sat there Surrounded by pictures, I grew up in the '90s, and I love like that grunge music from the '90s. I'm an old school R&B singer, but another style of music that I really love is all that stuff. And I'm just sitting there in this lounge with my glass of wine and my little plate, and there's just pictures of all these famous artists, you know, from Seattle. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, "This is exactly what I needed. Like mm. everything." maybe didn't happen when I wanted it to or how I wanted it to. And, um, but man, it just, it just played out the way it was supposed to. I, about a month before that happened, I got an email from Carnival Cruise. My band used to perform on the cruise lines. Um, every year we used to do this big, you know, like the band's going to play and like 300 of our fans would come and we would play on the boat and it would just be this fun, you know, thing. Well, then pandemic happens and we kind of put all that stuff on the sideline. So carnival sends me this really amazing offer. Like, you know, you got a history of cruises, so we're going to give you a good deal. And it was like 400 bucks for a balcony for me and Mike. Mm. And I got it. I noticed it on the last night and I had to buy it by midnight. And at the time I thought, gosh, it's, you know, we're getting ready to to start the process of buying a house and we're working so hard on our finances. I feel like it would be irresponsible for me to just buy a cruise for $400. But for whatever reason, I just <laughs> did it. I just did it. I was like, you know what? I'm not, he's in bed. I'm not going to tell him. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was the week of his birthday. Um, and so I bought it. And then I thought, okay, now what I'm going to do is just surprise him with, I'm going to tell him, take a week off of work. And this is what we're going to do. And uh, that happened, that cruise was supposed to be leaving on Monday morning and all this stuff with my daughter happened on Monday morning, the, mm. the week prior. And I was, you know, going to have to cancel the cruise. I can't leave my daughter alone with the way she's behaving her siblings. You know, I get a lot of help from, from her siblings, um, especially our oldest daughter, who's like a godsend with, you know, she's like the best big sissy <laughs> that we could ask for. Um, but I can't, I can't leave. If I can't handle it, I can't leave her with that. So I take Alina out to visit my mom. I, you know, I leave her there. I come home and I tell Mike, we're going to get on that boat. Mm. And I just feel like as you know, people can call it crazy or whatever. And, um, I'm still kind of exploring my relationship spiritually. Um, but I just, I told one of my girlfriends, I feel like 
no matter how good things go or no matter how bad things go, God loves me Mm. because life is hard. And Mm. let me emphasize hard. It is so hard. And you're always going to be living life through hurdles, through struggles, through challenges. And you know what? Through tragedies. There are things that happen to us in our life that will break you. And you can choose to be broken or you can choose to keep fighting. What I used to do was say, when this is done, when we get through this, when we get through that, when we get through that. And I've learned not just through, um, like, again, it's not just my credit score. It's the score of my life. It's the score of of who I am. It's the score of who I'm becoming. I feel like everything that has happened, I may be a late bloomer. And, and maybe it didn't happen to me when I was in, you know, the, the, I love that quote on Facebook or the little meme that you see that says, don't show me the, you know, 30 under 30, show me the 70 year old who has lost everything and gotten a college degree. Show me the, show me the person who whole life has crumbled and they've rebuilt. And I feel like for me, that's what I'm, I'm living in. It's my time right now. Mm-hmm. All these things have just started to, to come together. I could not have gotten myself out of this tragedy with my daughter if I didn't have, as crazy as it sounds, that American Express card. Mm-hmm. That card was a doorway for me to find some peace and some healing. And mm-hmm. I did it. And then I came home and had like this cruise just waiting for me, like, oh, I get it now. This mm-hmm. was the plan. This yeah. was the timing, the way that it was supposed to be. I didn't know it. I didn't see it, but it's, but now I do. And it's, it's just this scenario where it's like, okay, then I'm just going to keep doing my best every single day. Mm-hmm. It's not always good enough. Some days are better than others. There are days when I, you know, sit in front of the gym, <laughs> just talking about this yesterday. I sit in front of the gym for two hours, returning phone calls and emails because I don't want to go inside. And then Finally, I go, okay, you're here. Get up and go. Get up, get it done. Get yes. Every single part of my life, I want to be a little bit better than I was the day before. And I'm yes. going I'm, I'm, I'm to plateau. And sometimes I might even take a step back. But I know now what that, that the possibilities ahead of me are infinite. That I, I can do this. Yeah. I do this. And now I want everybody else around me to know you deserve this too. I don't care. I don't, I know what it feels like to lay in my bed under my blankets and, and not want to get up. I don't want to face the day ahead of me. I don't want to face all the things that could potentially go bad today, but you know what? Get up and do it. It's not going to be as bad as you think it is. And it's okay to just be you. It's okay to fall, find some people that will pick you up. That will tell you, guess what? I fell too. We, we get so wrapped up in, um, being what we think people think they should be. And that is a waste of time. That is like, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of talent. It's a waste of. Well, one thing um, that you said that really, um, I think our listeners definitely needed to hear is that this whole idea around um, financial freedom, improving your personal credit, improving your personal finances, and living life on your own terms, it's not just about improving your credit score. Nope. It's nope. not just about, you know, having a little bit of extra money every month. What we found in this Lions Club is that the transformation that folks are, ha- are having 
it's much more deep and much more powerful than that. Yeah. And what I'm hearing from you is just a, a whole renewed sense of awareness of not only who you are, but what's possible for you. Absolutely. And, and the life that you could have and, and should have, and that this is based on you and how you determine it. Right. Um, because one thing, I mean, to me, like the beautiful thing about um, sometimes when, you know, a storm comes, um, there's a couple, you know, different ways to look at it, right? The storm is upon you and you could either be viewing it as I'm coming out of it, Right. Or you're just kind of going to suffer or, you know what I mean? Like there's all these different choices. And what I heard you say was that because of certain choices you've made and because of certain options that now are, are available to you, when this thing was happening, there was an out. There was an out that was available to you. What it sounded like maybe years ago, um, you know, you might have just just had to like just sit there and kind of yeah. deal with it. Right. Right. Yeah. We yeah. don't we don't realize that um, everything works together. It's not, well, this separate area, that separate area was what was holding me back from being able to, um, you know, move forward in other ways. And then, you know, now here we are not even a year later. And, and honestly, like, I know, I know that the perp- the reason I got into this was to buy a house, but I still had that mental block where that still wasn't mine yet. Mm. Uh, so I took my daughter out to um, Montana. And while I was there, I got on the phone with uh, Alicia um, and I said, I need to do this. And I need to do this now. Hold when on, I get on. home. Sh- shout out to Alicia. She's, this is the second time she's been mentioned on the podcast <laughs> two weeks in a row. So Alicia, once again, is a yes. mortgage, not, not, no, is a mortgage lender, mortgage lender, oh, mortgage lender. Yeah. So yep. shout out to Alicia. So Alicia, if you're listening, you might have to get on uh, the podcast. Your name is getting shout out. I know. I know. <laughs> we got to bring her on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Go ahead. So you talk to Alicia. So I called her while I was out there and I said, I got to do this and I got to do this now. I'm going to bring, if I'm going to, you know, like, like Eva says, moving with intention, if I'm going to fly across the country or, you know, a third of the way across the country to drop my child off, then I'm going to come home and I'm going to get things done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come home and I'm going to now there is a timeline. Like I'm not going to just drop my baby off which is a hard, I love my mom and my mom is exactly what we both needed right now. But there's a little, you know, I I sat on that plane and cried on the way home thinking, here you go, you failed again. And then I said, no, no, you didn't give. I I have had to learn to give myself. I, I give everybody grace, every single person. I don't judge them from where they come when they, you know, have these bad things. Well, you know what? We all probably would if we went through those things, but for some reason, I never gave that same grace to myself. And so I've, so, you know, through that week, being able to be on the cruise and just like using that whole week to just reset my mind and just go, you know what? I've been dealing with some things. I've been carrying some heavy things and that's okay. That's okay. They're not going to go away. So stop waiting for the storm to end. Let's go. We have things to do and we need to do them now because as we've all seen, especially in this last year, I don't know what tomorrow is going to be. And I don't know who's still going to be there with me tomorrow. And that feeling is scary. But 
instead of, you know, living in that fear and that sadness, let's move forward. And I kid you not, I got a phone call while I was at dinner in out there in Montana with my mom. And it was Alicia saying, Hey, I got you pre-approved. Hey. Yeah. No. Let's go. And when I got home, it was on. Let's go. We got things Mm. to do. Yeah, work to do. We got things to get in order. Um, you know, and, and it's because it's because I saw my credit score go up and it gave me that that belief and that hope and that confidence and that drive. And then the next step for me was, you know, getting a better credit card. Okay. All right. Look at me. I get to go, you know, uh, and then being able to go, you know what? Our car is unreliable. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's slowing us down. It's holding Mm. us back. Mm. Um, I'm going to go buy a new car. And I did. (laughs) And let me tell you, I did it like these, these people on the other end of the phone um, probably thought, oh, she's not a, she's kind of a heart, which I'm not at all. I'm not, you know, hard nosed at all, but I don't have time to play. I called up this car dealership. I said, hi, you have a car that I want. You're selling it for $25,000. I've got a $20,000 loan. I don't want your financing. I don't want to talk to you about anything. I have a disabled child who's in a very bad mood right now. Hey conversation with you. But let me tell you, I want this car. I want it for this much money. Can you please call me back if you can make that happen? Because I don't even have time to sit on the phone with you right now. Ooh. And they're probably- <laughs> yes! so, hold, I always want to make the numbers right because it was kind of cutting out. You said the car was being sold for listed for 25. Yes. It was like and, 24, nine, whatever, just and, under 20. And you said you had a pre-approval for 20? $20,000 through my credit union. I've been banking with, I've had the same bank account since I was 19 years old, mm-hmm. never have financed anything through mm. my, my credit union. Mm. And I went in there and I said, I want a car loan because Eva told me that I can get a car loan. So That's you it. Your car loan. So, so this is the, it, it, that play that you just ran is exactly what, what Eva has, sh- has laid out for us. And so, okay. So tell, tell us what happened. So you said, Hey, I got so 20 I, and I'm gonna hang up right now. And y'all call me back. (laughs) Yes. So I get a call back from the manager and he's like, hi, you know, we understand you're interested in the infinity and, you know, you want to, you want to come in, you want to come in and test drive it. And we'll, you know, we can talk about it. I said, no, I don't, I don't want to test drive it. Yeah. I've got, I've got five cars. I've got five cars that I'm interested in. Um, This one is the furthest stretch for me. I get it. So if you guys can't do it, hey, no hard feelings. You got your job to do. Um, but if you can, if you can make it work, I don't want to come test drive it. I want to come down and buy it. Hey. And he said, let me call you back. This is like, <laughs> so he calls me back. He said, Melissa, would you pay $21,000 for the car? Um, because we have five years of low jack on the car which is like, you know, the little app you have on your phone. So if my kids are driving and they go over a certain speed, I know it. Or if the car were, you know, to be stolen, we can disable it and all that different type of stuff. And then we also have a five-year warranty on your windshield where we'll replace any, you know, chips or cracks, no deductible or anything like that. Hey. Would you, would, yeah. Would you be willing to pay 21,000? We'll finance you for the, you know, we, we're, we, we've got your information here in our credit union 
system, whatever that that's easy to, to do, but then you'd have to pay a thousand dollars out of pocket. And I said, do you take discover? I went down there and within maybe less than an hour, you know, of signing paperwork and all that type of stuff, I drove my car home. Mm. And, and it, it is was- a beauty. My first choice. And it was what I wanted. And I believed that I deserved that car. Mm. And I told them that I believed I deserved that car. And they believed me. (laughs) Mm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Man, that is amazing. So we're talking about new, uh, so so new credit cards, new experiences, a new car, you got a pre-approval for a house, but are, is there something more there or? So we, um, we found a house. We put in an offer on it. They accepted our offer. We are, let's see, we went into escrow on technically on the 25th, but then we had like some counter offers and stuff. I'm, I'm learning a whole new vocabulary <laughs> terms now. Um, I'm a quick learner. So I'm, I'm going to pick up on all this stuff. And now everybody around me, whether they know it or not, they're buying houses. I'm <laughs> all right. That's all right. Buying. I'm like, oh, we got to get buying. him into the lion's club though. Yeah. And then we get the house. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we just, they accepted our offer Mm. and had a home inspection. And we, I just, we just ordered the appraisal yesterday and, and there's, and I'm going to be totally honest. There's still that little part inside me that says something's going to go wrong. Something, something could happen. Um, But I just have to keep reassuring myself. No, you've done the work. You've done the things. This is, this real. You deserve this just as much as everybody else does. And the, and, you know, back to the whole mental health aspect for me, owning a home, a huge financial, you know, benefit. But Mm. for me, that's my peace of mind. Mm. That's being Mm. able to set the house up in a way that will be the most beneficial to my disabled daughter. That's making sure that we can do things in her room, like cover the sharp edges to prevent any type of injuries when she's mm. having a bad day. She's in, she's just infatuated with Harry Potter. She is going to live in a Harry Potter world. Mm. You know, Mike, is, Mike is super, super talented and creative. And he's just, he just can, he can do anything. Like he builds mm. things and he paints things and he's everything that I am in singing. He is creatively. Wow. and. He's going to come home from Montana and walk into this room and be like, wow, like, you know, and I, and I hope that she knows like th- we did this for you. Like it, mm-hmm. that's the inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know, some, you want to be the best mom you can. I used to think that being the best mom I can meant to give up my dreams and focus on my kids. And it doesn't mm-hmm. being the best mom that I can to them means showing them that we're going to fight every single day. We're mm-hmm. going to get better every single day. We're going to work right. hard every single day. And we're never going to give up on our dreams. We're going to be because even I just had this conversation yesterday. Once this house is closed, I'm turning my music into a business and it's about to go. Let's go. You know, so yeah, yes. 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 (laughs) Hey, and I got some stuff for you. So you make sure you holler at me. Okay. Uh, we talked about this before, but uh, I, you know, you, you don't know it yet because we have, I haven't had a chance to talk to you, but 
the way that my business is going to go is because I need your business to take to do my business. So hey, we'll let's go. Business. Let's go. <laughs> We're going to level up it let's all. Go. All of it we are going to receive. That's right. Amen. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it, it feels go good. Yes. It, it, and it's just so you know, Melissa, there's there's a terminology uh, that doubt that's, that we, we say, in, you know, the Christian faith, that's the devil. Get him behind you. Tell him to get out of here. You don't want to hear that mess. Uh, yeah. that's, and that's that's part of his job is to, is to bring that doubt, you know, to, to kind of get you to waver a little bit. But right. you keep fighting like you keep yeah. fighting. And the, the, the great thing, the beautiful thing about your story, which really encourages, I, I think I, I feel like it'd be awesome for so many people in my family to hear this podcast and hear your story, because, you know, all it took, you know, is, is just that shift in mindset. You started to just put your foot down and say, you know what, I don't have to just like go through life experiencing it and kind of like dealing with stuff. I was actually just talking to someone about this, how the way I grew up was, it's like, things are bad and you just learn how to manage it. Right. And you become good at managing the crap that's in front of you. And I had a coach tell me, they're like, well, Charles, you know, what if, what if, what if actually life is, uh, determine based on how you design it. What if you could design your own life? Yep. And I was like, huh? Yes. <laughs> like, like, yes. That what? What do you mean? Like, and sure enough, you know, you, you start to shift that thinking, and you start to you know work that way, and things start happening for you. They in do. That way. They do. And I tell people all the time, listen, I'm gonna sound like a crazy person right now, but this is real. This is the, the biggest skeptic in the world was me. And this is real. I, I look back at all the places and I never want to forget where I came from. I never want to forget a minute of the struggles that I've been through yeah. because that's what's built me to be me. Yeah. I, I, in a way, love that I've been through those things because it's taught my kids a little bit more of the fight too. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I, I, told my kids one time, cause I, I'm, I push them so hard. I, I want them to be, I want them to know that they can be anything they're willing to work for. You can't be anything you want to be, but you can be anything you're willing to work for. And I, and I've made a statement to them several times where I've said, I just want you to be better than me. I just want you to, to, to do better in your life than I did. And, and one of the times my kids came back to me and said, we really wish you would stop saying that. Because it makes us feel bad because we think you're so great and we, you're the one we come to and we need answers and you're the one that inspires us. And when you put yourself down like that, you make us feel a little bit, you know, put down too. And, and they're absolutely right. They're absolutely right. Why have I always been so afraid to be happy for myself and Mm. to be proud of myself and Mm. to believe in myself? It's so, I'll be the biggest cheerleader in the world for the people around me. Mm-hmm. But it is very uncomfortable when it comes back to me, and I got to get over that. And I'm yeah. and I'm working on it. And every little bit that I do, mm-hmm. yep, is it it just I don't even know. it just works. It just yeah. works. Well, I it's love just- it. I love it because you not only you know we said it before, and I'll say it again because it's true. You could sing. Thank you. You're, you're walking around with this platinum MX and this new house yeah. and the new car. And just, you know, just everything new. And I love it. And and so what but before before we kind of wrap this up, because um, you had mentioned this earlier, and I, I just I'm curious to, to find out, 
but you had mentioned that you had, you know, these things you've been learning, you've been, you've been saying it to your family, you've been anyone who will listen. How has that rubbed off on them? Have you seen any changes with the people around you? I do. I totally do. Um, especially in my kids. Um, and again, it's, everybody has to kind of process this on their own time. And it's one of those things where like, when it clicks, it clicks, Mm -hmm. you know, you be, um, you can be in a bad relationship and you can go back and you can put up with these things. But then there's that one day where you look at that person and you go, Oh no, I'm done. I'm done Mm -hmm. with this. And it's just, for me, it's like a switch. Oh, Mm -hmm. I'm done. And that's kind of how this process has been. And I see that also in people around me, like, Hey, when you're ready, when you're ready, there's Mm -hmm. a really great resource for you. (laughs) So I'm, and I'm I'm seeing that now I, my sister's next because she's starting to get that like, mm, yeah, I'm not going to pay someone else's mortgage anymore. She's been, you know, she's got a big raise at work. And she's like, I said, you know, more than anything, you're going to suffer on your taxes. If you don't buy a house or do something, mm. your son yeah. is not yep. anymore. And, yep. and, and I, you know, I'm just going to be there pushing everybody just, you know, putting little, little pieces in their ear. Like I'm telling you, trust me on this. I'm, I'm not just talking. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, look, I got the, I got the backup to prove it. It's yes. here. Yes. It's, it is here. And I can't wait for the day when we're standing on the porch with those taking our selfie, taking a selfie <laughs> because you know what? There's a lot of people, you know, because I'm a singer and, and, you know, I've got a lot of Facebook friends and, you know, I could be much better on social media, but I'm, I'm working on it. Um, but I know for a fact there are people out there who have been through what I've been through, probably even worse. Yep. And they're going to say, oh, you know what? I can do it too. Or let me at least just start the process and see where it leads me. Because, Because the big thing that I always come back to is making people feel better is more important to me than finance. But I realize now that through my my gift of singing, people will listen to what I have to say. And I can tell them the real story about me, not Mm -hmm. the, yes, everything's great. I'm happy. This is nice. Let me sing you a song and go home. Nope. Mm -hmm. We don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. This is where I came from. Mm -hmm. This is who I am. This is why. And maybe that's why I sing well, because it is, it is my heart. It is, it is is so heartfelt. (laughs) Like, is the happiness it's all that's my way to yeah. let it listen to me because mm. I have man I got a story to tell you <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. well man that that is amazing um it's been an amazing story uh it's been a long time coming you know for us yeah. to have you on and yeah. so I'm, I'm a glad to, I'm a <laughs> it's all good it's all hey hey you're still on time you're still on time um it's I been it's time. that's right that's right it's <laughs> been great to to have you on and hear your story um, and so, you know, as we wrap up, I just want to, uh, throw it back to Eva real quick. Um, cause Eva, you know, you've, you've heard, you, you've been a part of the journey, obviously. Um, and so what I'm wondering from you is, you know, if you could just speak to those folks who, you know, kind of grew up, you know, in a similar way, right. Just kind of yeah. not really seeing the world outside of their small town or outside of their three bedroom, two bath or outside of their Honda Accord or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I say these things because that's how I grew up. Like Mike is like, you get a, you know, you get a, a house, a, a Honda Accord, a big screen wait, TV. Wait, you have two bathrooms? 
Exactly. <laughs> and that's it. Like you chill it. Like that's it. Like you don't have, you know, you get to watch TV on Sunday. You, you do your state job. That was it. Right. That was all the aspiration. And it never really gelled with me. I always had more, but that was who was around me. And it was that right. pressure of like, that's all that you need to have. But when people start to see that there's so much more, mm. like it's, it's such a trip. So talk to those folks uh, as we close out. Absolutely. Uh, I am in complete awe. And, and I cannot wait for the other lions to interview the other lions because everybody has their own unique story. But what I love most is the fact that life isn't perfect. Life isn't perfect. And if you come from struggle, you come from hardship, you come from, you know, the, the, a, a not so good space. It doesn't mean you have to spend the rest of your life in that space. It is super important to get with the right people to help you expand your vision, to help you not, I mean, money is important, but guys, did you hear Melissa's story? It started with credit, but it's evolved to personal development. It's evolving spiritually. It's evolving to brighten and widen the vision that she has. She is walking in confidence. She is being demanding. She is taking ownership of the life that she is worth, the the life that she is entitled to worth living. And that's, that's what is happening in the Lions Club, guys. I, I don't, it's, it's so crazy because, you know, somebody messaged me this morning and they were like, I don't know if your Lions Club can help me. And I'm like, what in the world? Oh, my credit score is 700 and above. I'm like, man, this is exactly why we need to share these stories because it's not just about money and credit. It is about what type of life you can live if you have the tools, information, and the people and the community that is supporting you. Like I'm literally going to start like writing out when I meet with people and I do the onboarding, I'm going to start writing out the life I'm envisioning for them because I already see it. I already see where Melissa is going to be in the next year. I already see how her online presence is going to impact other people's lives. I already see the movement she is about to make in other people's situations that she probably has a little mustard seed about, but I already see it because I know I can feel the type of energy that she carries. And guys, it's more than just money. It's more than just credit. But you have to be willing. You have to be willing to pull the trigger and say, I am ready to make the shift. Even if you're scared, even if you you might have to sacrifice and be like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm going to use the money that I was saving for something else. And I'm going to invest in this program. I'm going to invest in myself because I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I've seen all the lives that Eve is changing. And I want to be one of those success stories. Time is of the essence. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but we can control and design our life if we're surrounded amongst the right people. Yeah. Man. All right. 
that's it, y'all. Um, thank you guys for listening. Melissa, thank you for joining us. Eva, as thank always. You. <laughs> yes. you guys, thank you for listening. Thank you, I, I, Melissa. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. My, uh, I'm messing up on my outro right now. So, um, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Let me say it again. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. One of the things that Eva enjoys most about being in personal finance is seeing people win. So if you are looking to improve your credit score because you are ready to make a major purchase, get better rates, or start living life on your own terms, visit Eva at evaempowers.com and schedule a consultation with her so you too can live life empowered.